So yeah, freshmen, you don't really know me. So I was going to play a trick on you guys when I first got up here. And be like that loud mouthed, like southern preacher, like, you need to save ya! <sighs> or I could be like the rapper preacher, like, have you guys ever heard one of those guys that like rhyme everything they say? So up here, like, the Lord Jesus Savior. Fruit punch is my favorite flavor. Like, I don't know where fruit punch came from, but that's what I've got. Um, okay, so, but anyway, with that freshman, you guys are new to high school. You guys kind of, you, you can, you know, restart or, or make who you want to be. Or when you go to college, you're also going to do that big time. You're going to probably, most of you, overhaul your life in renewing yourself or remaking yourself. Um, fashion, friends, church style, uh, homework, your, your major, all those things are going to change and be different probably. Um, and that's what we're going to kind of talk about tonight. Not, not remaking yourself, but the fact that it's a new year and you can be who you want to be. And you can... You can do these things. So tonight, this series, this series is called Don't Waste Your Life. And tonight's talk is called Trash Talk. I'm not talking about the type of trash talk. It's like, your mom goes to college or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get an A and you're going to get a B. I don't know what it is. That's really bad trash talk. <laughs> Mark used that on the football field. He told me the other day, he's like, yeah, I told a dude that I was going to untie his shoelace and he'd trip over it. And No, it didn't happen. Uh, but anyway, trash talk. Before we serve the Lord, we've got some trash in our life that we've got to talk about, and we've got to get rid of. So that's what this series is called. That's what we're going to do. And, and tonight, we're going to lay a foundation. And tonight, um, I'm not going to come up and, and just like poof, kick you right in the face, but I want to be intentional with it. Because quite honestly, um, I hate talking about this stuff so constantly with some people um, I'm not talking about high school. I'm just I'm talking about people in my life, um, whether it's people at college I go to with, um, some high schoolers, some middle schoolers, some people back home, some friends, constantly come up to me and say, man, I'm struggling with this. I want to serve God. I want to do this. I want to get deeper in my faith. I want to know theology. I want to do this. But they will not give up their other lifestyle. They will not jump off the fence onto the greener grass, which is Jesus Christ. So tonight, before we even get in, um, I'm going to put up our goal for tonight. So we, we mail this out, email this out to all the leaders before Tuesday or before Wednesday nights. We email this on Tuesdays. This is what tonight, this is what our goal is for tonight for you guys as high schoolers. In the first week of this series, we want to set the bar high for the rest of the semester. Not just, not just the series, the semester, okay? We want to instill in students the importance of throwing away their old lifestyle or anything that hinders them from a growing relationship with Christ. That's our goal and our purpose at Oasis, okay? Throwing away alcohol and partying, sexual relationships, pornography, drugs, pride, language, ETC. I don't know what that means. I'm kidding. It means etc. We want to prepare students to go deeper with the Lord, but to do that, we have to do a little trash talking. That's pretty punny. Uh, we have to do trash talking at our sin issues. Colossians 3, 1 to 10. You can't really see the 10 there. It is the perfect passage for this, motivating students to step up and get their lives right with God, and setting themselves free. We have freedom in Christ, you know that, okay? That's our goal. So before I even dig into this stuff, I want to dig into you guys and make sure you know that I'm serious tonight, and I'm, I'm more than intentional. I'm not going to kick you in the face. We're going to have fun. But we've got to fix this. If you guys really, if, if you're going to prepare yourself, if you guys really want 
what you asked for last year from Oasis with our talks that we're coming up with, you got to get rid of some stuff in your life. Otherwise, you aren't going to be able to pay attention long enough. You aren't going to be able to focus because there's going to be idols in your life. You aren't going to understand it because you won't have that growing relationship with Christ that you need to have for some of this, okay? Um, so in one of my discipleship classes, um, I, we, we went through these outlines on how to do teachings. And my professor told me every week, he drilled this into us. He said, uh, well, us, it was me and one other guy. Uh, he said every week, you have to, before you write your outline even, before you get your topic, you have to discuss and decide what your goal is, what you want your audience to learn and how you want them to react and how you want them to change their life. You have to equip them for that. And so going through this, that, that was my mentality. Like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drill this into myself and do this. It's going to help. But going through this, I realized more and more, I can't do that for you with this topic, with getting rid of sin in your life. I can help you. Your leaders can help you. Your friends can help you. But we can't do it for you. Only two people can, and that's yourself and Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ better be the one that you rely on. So before we get into this again, I, I keep repeating myself, but that's fine because I want to get it into your brains before we go in that this is serious. And, and before we move on in this first foundational series, you guys got to realize that we got to get some trash out of our life. We've got to take ownership of our faith, okay? Um, so turn to Colossians chapter 3. So we're going to be reading from tonight. Um, I've got a little surprise for you guys. You guys remember this? The Jesus book. So this is what it says. For those of you who don't know, this is Hawaiian pidgin language. For those of you who have never seen this, I'm going to read it. This is their actual Bible, okay? God went give you guys new kind life, just like he went make you guys come back alive with Christ. Now Christ sitting up, Dea, in the most important place by God's right side, so then God, blah, blah, blah. And, and you go down to here, it says, then you guys going to show up with him too, and everything going to be awesome. <laughs> everything. And then next slide, we got a little bit more on it. So throw, throw away all these things inside you that come from this world. No go fool around with somebody you're not married to. No act, no act kind, no, no ting palu kind stuff. I've got an accent. You have to have the accent when you read this stuff, all right? I'm sorry, I'm weird. Um, and then, yeah, so this is just like, instead of, and come mo mo just like him. Just like Christ. Come mo 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 but really, that's not where we're going to read from. Um, I do have the NIV. Sorry, guys, that's just always fun. After I just got done drilling you, I'm having fun with you. Um, so I'm, I'm reading from the NIV. You guys, I think, also have NIV. Um, the New, Interna- New International Version. Uh, so this is what it says. Verse 1, we're going to read 1 through 10. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. There are a lot of commas in this passage, are there not? Those of you who are looking and, and reading from the passage, there's a lot of commas, so it's going to be hard to, to plow through this, but it'll be easy. We'll get it. Uh, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, 
malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. That's a lot to take in. And for those of you who might not be uh, believers, or you're not like, this is your first time at Oasis, you've never really been to church, it's like a lot of no's. Don't do this, don't do that, no, no, no. You'll get a spanking if you do this stuff. There's a lot of that stuff in there. And why is that? It's because Christ cares for you, and He wants you to, to change your life. And these aren't like rules, it, they're just smart not to do. And some of it is commandments. Yeah, you shouldn't have sex outside of marriage. No, you probably should not get drunk every Friday night after a football game. You know what? The whole cussing at your teacher, cussing at your mom and dad, I wouldn't recommend that. All of these things. So we're just going to walk through this a little bit. Um, and I'm going to make it more clear for you guys. And there's a few things that I want to I really have impact you guys with this. Okay, so the very first verse, verse 1. So if you could, actually, can you leave up the passage up on that screen? First one, verses one to, one to five, I think, or one to four was on there. Um, so since then, you've been raised with Christ. So if you guys go back to previous chapters, Paul is writing, to this, writing this letter to the, the church in Colossae. Okay? And he's saying, before this, he says, you have been set free in Christ. All of you who are living by the rules, which is called uh, legalism, some of you know that term, uh, some of you don't, but it's, it's basically living your life by good works. If you do good works, if you obey the law, you'll get to heaven, Okay? That's what legalism is. But he's saying since, since Christ came, died, and rose again, we are set free from that. We don't have to live by good works anymore. We don't have to live by sacrifices. We are saved by grace. So he's saying since then, you have been raised with Christ. It's not if, it's you. So if you consider yourself a true believer, guess what? There is absolutely no room for any of that crap in your life. No room. Sorry if you don't like that word. If you've been raised with Christ, let that sink in, guys. There's no room for this. Get off the fence, okay? Um, so we're going to skip down to verse 5. <laughs> going with this, I put in my notes, kilt that body dead. Okay? If you guys know me, I like to use the word kilt. Kilt's dead. Um, so put the death. There's like two lists in here that we're supposed to... Not have. And the first one is, is immorality, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which leads to idolatry. And that's not saying greed leads to, leads to idolatry. That's saying all of it does. Because if you pursue a sexual relationship, if you pursue pornography, if you pursue some girl that you're obsessed with, if you pursue um, evil desires and greed and money and all these things, they're going to be idols. They will. And who's going to be your God? Well, obviously, if it's an idol, God, or not God, sorry. <laughs> If you pursue these things, they're going to get in the way, and you won't have a relationship with Christ. That's what he's saying here. Um, because of those things, the wrath of God is coming. It's not the wrath of God might come. The wrath of God will be here, okay? Just like the second coming of Christ. It's coming. You've got to prepare yourself. So rid yourselves of all such things as these. So after that, he goes on to another list. He says, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. This is tough. I was actually just talking to my, uh, my girlfriend over lunch today. Um, we were just talking like, man, I don't, I don't understand how some people can, can use some of the language they use around some people. And you got to be careful with it because there's some words that are bad. There's some words that many consider not bad. 
But if you're a believer, I don't understand how you can struggle with some of this language. Some of the, like the F-bomb, or, or some of those like big words. If you use that a word, if you use that word around a friend, are they really going to think that you go to church every Wednesday night and every Sunday morning? Are they really going to think that you serve Jesus Christ if you use that same word when you fumble the ball or when you mess up a note in your choir and you squeak? Whatever it is. So we must rid these things, rid ourselves of these things, and they, that leads to idolatry. And that's obviously not what we want. Um, and then verse 7. I'm going to move pretty quick through this, so keep with me here. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. So he's saying, also saying this, is like, this is kind of a humbling note. You once lived in this. Don't think you're better than others. Um, this is also kind of the gospel where you can kind of share the gospel with others because Christ did die and resurrect for us and we were saved by grace. I've got sin in my life. We all do. Non-believers have sin in their life too and so do we. So don't be cocky about it because we once walked in those ways but that's also the power of of the gospel because, praise God, we have life in him, right? Can I get an amen? Amen, Amen, thank you. I just had to be the energetic preacher. You guys look like you're dying on me out here. So we have to rid ourselves of these things, and that's the gospel. And since you have have laid aside, um, verse 9, jump down to that quick. Do not lie to each other. Obviously, you don't want to lie to each other. That's not good. I always got spanked really bad if I lied. Um, Since you have taken off your old self with its practices, That's, again, going back to verse 1, these two verses tie together very well. Verse 1 and verse 9. Since you have been raised with Christ, since you have laid off its old practices, your body's old practices. Okay, what can a dead body do? Nothing, a whole lot of nothing. That's what a dead body can do. So we are made alive in Christ and through Christ, spiritually, okay? So we're talking about spiritual death. Before Christ, we are spiritually dead, and with him, we're spiritually alive. Dead body can't do anything. And so it's saying, take off your old self with his practices. Because when we were living a life before Christ, it was sinful. And it's not, you should take off your old self. You should stop doing these things. You probably need to eventually stop doing these things. It's set it off, lay it aside, no more. Again, guys, if you've been raised with Christ, what the heck are you doing partying on a Friday night? Now, this is, this is extremely frustrating for me to see um, when, when I have, like, when I'm on Twitter, even if it's the Oasis Twitter page or my own or Snapchat or Facebook or social media or anything like that or even stories I hear or even being involved with you guys personally. At, at Oasis, you're all like, yeah, I'll pray. I, I volunteer to pray. First one, dibs. Hey, I'll read the Bible. I, I know where that Bible, Bible book is. I know what that verse is. But then as soon as you leave these doors... As soon as you go to school, some of you guys will put Snapchat stories saying, yeah, I'm about to beep stuff up and, and all these bad words. Or you're posting things and liking things on Facebook that are scandally dressed women. Or hear stories about how you got caught drunk the other night by some of your buddies or by the police even, MIPs. But then you'll, you'll still come back here the next Wednesday and you'll be the best Christian out there, the best believer out there. That's frustrating to me. And again, I don't want to sit up here and nag on all you guys, and I'm, I'm not. I don't think I am. Because this is, this is something that I've dealt with from my past, too, with, with my friends in high school. And it's frustrating to see as 
a youth group leader, as an Oasis leader, because it's, it's hard to see that. And it's making me and some of the leaders feel like, you know, well, are we really doing a whole lot? And we know we are. It's for the glory of God. And I hope you guys live your life for the glory of God as well. Um, so going along with that, Philippians 4.1, if you guys want to turn there, you can. I didn't put it on the board. But it, it's saying we must live a life worthy of our calling. You don't have to go there. You can just write it down in your notes if you want. Philippians 4.1. Live a life worthy of our calling. What does that mean? Our calling is to glorify God in everything we do. That's 1 Corinthians 10.31. Whether you eat or drink or sleep or whatever, you do it all for the glory of God. Is everything that you do in your life for the glory of God? I can't say that everything I do is for the glory of God. So that's convicting to me. I know it's convicting to probably 100% of us, 110% of us in here. We need to live a life worthy of our calling. We need to live a life worthy of being a Christ follower, someone who's setting aside these things because if we don't, guys, again, if we don't set aside these things, we are not going to grow in faith. And I want this to happen before fall retreat because I think what I've seen the past two years I've been here, two and a half years, um, the first two and a half, three months of Oasis a lot, of, a lot of us just kind of coast until fall retreat. We just come here. We have fun. Our friends are here. It's, it's a blast to be here. It is. We have good worship, all that stuff. But then fall retreat is like, boom, I'm serious. God is stinking awesome. Hallelujah, praise Jesus. And then Christmas break hits, and then first semester comes around. It's kind of like, you know, I need another fall retreat. I need to hang out with, with nobody but believers for a full weekend four hours away from home so I can get right with God again. Could you imagine if, if you decide to switch your life now, how impactful fall retreat will be then? Instead of discovering God, you could be with God more, and you can help others discover, discover God on fall retreat. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying like everything around Oasis evolved around fall retreat. What I'm saying is it's important to start now. Get in the word of God now, because as soon as you become a believer, if you're a true if it was a true, genuine conversion or a true, genuine relationship that you started with Christ, you're going to throw away these things, okay? Um, so I'm going to have Eli come up here, just Eli, because um, we're going to, do you guys all grab notes, these little index cards? Everyone go grab one of those. Everyone in here, if you didn't grab one before, get up and grab one. I can wait. Kind of flew through the first half of that, but that's for a good reason. Don't worry. Um, yeah, grab a pen. Quiet your neighbor. Try to do this quietly, please. Here's what's going to happen. Quiet your neighbor. Here's what's going to happen. So this is, this is the main thing that I want to focus on tonight, okay? Since because, because I already drilled you guys and I kicked you in the face about throwing the trash out in your life, what are you going to do with these index cards? Write down whatever sin that you struggle with the most. And if you have multiple sins you want to put down, put them down. If you need to pray about it, pray about it, okay? Go ahead and pray about it and just kind of... Try to keep listening to me. Otherwise, pray about it in small groups a little bit. Take some time out of small groups 
take a minute or two. But you guys are going to write down what you struggle with the most. Is it a sexual relationship? Is it pornography? Is it lust? Is it greed? Is it envy? Because she's cuter than you. She's the cheerleader. A lot of you are going through a lot right now. With school, um, homework, you know, life circumstances, you know, deaths, whatever it is. If it's something that you want to give up to God, put that on there too. Because now what I'm going to have you guys do after this is take that index card. And if you're new, you don't have to do this. If, if this is your first time at church, um, freshman, if you don't feel comfortable, that's fine. Um, don't do it yet. But sophomores and up, if you, if you guys have been here for a while, I want you guys, every one of you to do this. I'm being 100% serious. Take that note card and pray over it. And then give it to your friend, your small group leader, your parent, and help them keep you accountable. Because when you want to throw out the trash in your life, you want to get down and dirty with that trash, accountability is the best way to do it. That is my best advice to you. And probably 99% of the other leaders will tell you the same thing. Accountability is one of the best ways to get rid of a sin in your life. So whatever that sin is, we, we already just went through this passage. I told you guys, if Jesus Christ means something to you in your relationship with him, you either, one, need to get a relationship with him and talk to a leader. I mean, it's easy. It's awesome. He's loving. We have an awesome God. Awesome God. Or two, you need to throw out a lot of things in your life. You need to jump off that fence that you're stuck on, jump over the Great Wall of China, whatever it is. Overcome these things because with Christ you can do it. And guys, it's not going to be easy. I'm not going to stand up here and tell you that, hey, once you're a believer, life's simple, life's easy, it's good, blah, blah, blah. It's a growing process, okay? Think of it this way. When, you're, when your mom is having company come over, what's the first thing she has you do? Jimmy, go take out the trash. And you're like, but mom, we're going to have more later. She's like, yeah, but go take it out now. It's full. When you first convert, when you first become a follower of Christ, you set that relationship, he's, he says that. He says, hey, get rid of the trash in your life. You might say, you know, hey, nah, I, there's going to be more. I mean, why don't I just wait? Why don't I just wait till my guest comes? Why don't I just wait till you come, Lord, and then, then I'll do it. He says, no, 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 no. It's full right now. You need, to, you need to clean up the rest of your room. I skipped over a verse for a reason. Verse 4. Colossians 3, 4. Read that. Look that up. Open up your Bibles again. It says, When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also appear with him in glory. Only in Christ do we have this life. And when he appears, again, it's not if he appears. Guys, my king, my king is coming. Are you going to be ready for it? Or are you guys going to be the ones who when, you're, when your guests come, you're like, oh, oh no. I got to clean my room. Don't, don't come in here. Don't come in this door. I don't want you to come in here. Don't look in the closet. Throw everything under the bed. Hide it all. Are you going to obey your mom and clean everything? That way when the, when the guests come, when the, when the family comes, when Christ comes, you just enjoy it. Soak it all in and praise him. Take those note cards. Take them to heart. And be above reproach. If you guys don't know what that means, it means be a Christ follower in every aspect and every area of life. Do your coworkers know that you're a believer? Do your roommates, or your, I guess you just have roommates. That was for me. Because sometimes for me, it's like, you know, do my roommates really, really feel that I am a Christ follower? And my coworkers, I sure hope they do. 
throw out the trash right now. Okay, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for tonight and this first series. God, it's um, so, so important, Lord. In the coming weeks, we're going to be talking about being recycled and walking by the Spirit and being a weapon for God and taking ownership of our faith. But God, first, before we even can, can serve you, we have to be rid of this trash, of these sins in our life. Anything weighing us down, whether it's death of a family member, whether it's uh, homework or school or sports, whatever it is, other sin, family. Help us be grounded in you, Lord, and allow us just to let you have your way. And God, I pray we'd keep each other accountable, whether it's with a friend or a small group leader or parent, whatever it is, or me, anyone. Help us in that, Lord. And I thank you for Oasis. Help us have good uh, discussions tonight in our small groups. And we love you, Lord. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. I wish you life, man. I know a lot of people that are scared to go die. Couple of them thinking they'll be living in the sky. While I'm here living, man, I gotta ask why. What am I here for? I gotta figure out. Waste my life, no, I gotta make it count. If Christ is real, then what am I gonna do about? Everything in Luke 12, 15, out of 21, you really gotta go and check it out. Paul said, if Christ ain't resurrected, we wasted our lives. But that implies that our life's built around Jesus being alive. Everything I live, we're trying to show the world why. Christ is more than everything you'll ever try. Better than pretty women sitting and living to get a minute of any women, a minute you admire. It ain't no lie, we created for out of the dust. And he saves us for Jesus comes and he breaks us for Magnify the Father Our Father was something lesser He made us so we could bless him Bless him and where we confess him Resurrect him So I know I got life Matter of fact, better man I know I got Christ You don't see his ways in my days and my nights You can hit my brakes You can stop my life When I lost my rights Lost my life Forget the money cause it's all that ice The cost is Christ They can never offer me anything On the planet that cost that price Yeah